0: How about we have a pre-after school program that allows for guns not to even be around in society? This is yes. an example of where we have to like because we refuse to remove guns from our society and enact you know good gun laws. Here's a program that is created because of our, again, our inaction society. I'm sorry, I hope I totally interrupted you. And I'm already starting to have feelings even before we start the story. Apologies. No, it's
1: OK, because I'm because I'm with you, too. It's like this is another thing that is 100 percent preventable. Like we shouldn't even be having this conversation in the first place. So within the past two years, a lot of the public's attention has been focused on gun regulations and how to keep guns out of the hands of potential killers. Although this is extremely important, not as much attention has been given to the survivors of gun violence and the lasting implications it leaves on children. Many children in the U.S. are regularly exposed to community gun violence, which can lead to mental health struggles such as PTSD, anxiety, and feelings of hopelessness. Many studies have shown how exposure to childhood trauma, such as gun violence, can have lasting impressions on the child's mental well-being all the way into adulthood. Before we go on, I just want to just
0: highlight this sentence right here and how that has been normalized in our society. The sentence is, many children in the U.S. are regularly exposed to community gun violence, which can lead to mental health struggles such as PTSD, anxiety, and feelings of hopelessness. Despite that very obvious sentence in action. It's, it's all in action. The people who are promoting these gun, you know, who don't want these gun regulations. These are the very same people who claim that they are family first or children mm-hmm. first. They want, to, they want to protect the child in utero. And the minute it pops out of the uterus, you're on your own. Yeah, no. Many children in the U S are regularly exposed to community gun violence.
1: Like, that's supposed to be a normal sentence for us here in the U.S.? I know. That's the sentence that that tripped me up. Like, I paused when I read that. I was like, but this is OK, though, like that we're regularly exposing children to gun violence. OK. OK.
0: Child trauma experts say it's crucial to establish support systems within communities that experience gun violence to help young kids overcome some of their psychological trauma. Again, this is because of inaction. For example, after-school programs and community centers can serve as safe support systems to keep kids supervised off the streets and engage. Safe support systems like after-school programs can also help these children get rid of their traumatic psychological beliefs. Really, we think that you're going to be able to get a kid to get rid. You imagine that little girl that we heard of in Evaldi who was having to play dead and put the blood of her dead best friend on her to make it seem like she's dead. A safe support system. Yeah, I, listen. These people have are well meaning. I'm not, I'm certainly not uh, mm-hmm. Regularly mm-hmm. criticizing the people who created these programs. Well,
1: trying, right? Yes. Kudos
0: to you. Yes, yes. Hope. Oh. kudos to you.
1: But it
0: is so frustrating that these are like we are twisting ourselves into pretzels just to be able to help protect children when the most obvious way of protecting children is being able to enact safe gun laws, which we refuse to do. Anyway, safe support systems like after school programs can help these children get rid of their traumatic psychological beliefs, such as life ending in your teens or having little value, which are common beliefs for children who experience or hear about fatal shootings in their neighborhoods. Great. Like we're losing a whole generation of, of young people here in America as well, because everybody's exposed to gun violence.
1: Right. These after school programs also help children see that life is valuable by teaching leadership skills and allowing children to explore their interests in a safe environment. Luis Mateo, a youth program director in New York, says it's extremely important to help kids cope with the harsh reality of experiencing gun violence. In doing so, you also have to show these kids that they have a support system and a safe place where they can be kids. That's the part that gets me because you, we say safe place, there is no safe place. Like we, we thought sending our kids to school was a safe place, but it's not. Kayla Toppin, another youth program director who grew up in a community with gun violence, also sheds light on the importance of showing these kids love and support. She emphasizes that because of what she saw as a child, she remains vigilant in protecting her kids so that they never have to experience what she did as a child and so that they will have the chance to live past childhood. The conversation around gun violence
0: and gun regulations needs to be shifted to include victims and communities that are experiencing trauma from gun violence. Making sure that these communities have the resources they need to fund after-school programs is extremely important for the well-being of these children. Resources to fund after school programs, laugh with me. They're barely giving them resources for school programs, Mm. you know, arts, music, athletics, what have you. You know, we live here in New Orleans. Which has now been named the most dangerous city in America. In a nation where adolescents under 19, and I'm, I'm quoting here, in a nation where adolescents under 19 are more likely to die from a gun related injury in 2020 than a car accident, New Orleans ranks amongst the worst cities for firearm death. In New Orleans, gun violence has been a problem for decades as the number of deaths from firearms among children is steadily rising. In 2022, Louisiana has six times the national average of mass shootings per capita, defined as shootings in which four more people are injured, according to the gun violence archives.
1: And being a parent myself, um, I make decisions every day. Like there's be, there will be events going on around the city and I make a decision every day. Um, am I going to go to that? Am I going to take my children to that? Is oh, it, you know, what part yeah, of town is this in?
0: People do not go out anymore. All right. like it, is, it is palpable right mm-hmm. now, I mean, in how people are responding to this, it, it, you know, and it, it's not like anything has changed per se, specifically about this. These are decades and centuries of structural discrimination, of low-paying jobs, of, of having a significant, you know, society, and I'm talking about New Orleans particularly, but Southern Louisiana, Louisiana and America, a society in which inequity reigns supreme, Mm-hmm. Rather than focusing on bringing, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats in America, a rising tide only lifts one percent of the boats. Mm-hmm. And that's, it. you know, the, the crimes here in New Orleans are happening. They're more brazen. They're happening with younger children who are carrying loaded weapons uh, in the daylight.
1: hmm. Yeah, there's this
0: is no longer happening at night. This is no longer, this is just, these are brazen. And because when your backup is, is up against the wall, what do you have to lose at that point? Mm. Still it, inertia and inaction. And that's what we've come to expect from our political leaders climate change coming inertia inaction, action gun violence inertia in action uh, significant poverty fifty percent of society of American population can't afford a $400 emergency inertia inaction, action impending yeah, uh, food insecurity uh, inertia in action everything home you know uh, uh, issues regarding housing uh, where more and more people are being pushed to the uh, edges inertia and in action hmm that should be the subtitle of this
1: podcast. Yeah, Noisha. we know what to change it to that.
0: <laughs> in, you know, stories that document the inertia and in action of, of our society.
1: Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to
0: subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show.
1: You can find me, Hope Pickerson,
0: at HopePickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. that's D-R-D-E-R-Y.
1: To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to NoiseForTheShow.com.